0: Welcome to the Sick and Successful Podcast. If you're a business owner, work in corporate, or have a side hustle you're passionate about, you're gonna wanna stick around. Because I promise to ask the tough questions and talk about the things others shy away from. You know, what it's really like to own a business and be chronically ill? I'm gonna give you that push you need towards following your dreams and be the friend you come back to week after week to talk about the real things in life and in business. If you have goals and are working towards them, if you're determined to be successful no matter what life's obstacles get in the way, this podcast is for you. Dream big and tune in. Before we get into today's episode, I want to let you know that I have a five-day podcast bootcamp coming up, and I am so excited to offer this to you. So it is five days where we go through the ins and outs of podcasting for business. You learn all about why it's important to niche down, how to niche down, how to launch, how to monetize your podcast, how to create content that actually converts on social media platforms all the things that you need to know about podcasting. If you've had an idea and have wanted to put it out into the world for years, but never have gotten around to it, or even if you have a podcast and you feel like you can just take it to the next level, I invite you to the Five Days Podcast Like a Boss boot camp. It starts on September 19th and goes through till the 23rd. It's gonna be at noon for an hour with Q&A with me as well. So I would love for you to join. It's gonna be hosted in a Facebook group and if you can't watch the recordings live, if you can't come to the calls live, you can watch the recordings on the Facebook group as well. We're gonna have so much fun and there's gonna be hundreds of dollars worth of prizes that you can win by doing simple little pieces of homework that you've probably done already throughout the five days so you're not going to want to miss this check out the link in the show notes below to join the five-day podcast like a boss boot camp we would love to see you there i can't wait to spend five full days with you it's going to be so much fun thank you and now to the episode welcome back to the sick and successful podcast today's episode got inspired because i did a photo shoot yesterday And it was such a fun photo shoot and I do photo shoots quite often and it made me realize that number one, yes, I have a highlight on my Instagram stories or in my Instagram feed about how to prepare for a branding photo shoot, but I always have to send my clients there and I send people there and I always give the same tips over and over. So I decided to create this video, number one, for my clients so that I can send them here and they can watch it and get some feedback or listen to this podcast episode And number two, for all of you watching, that if you ever have a branding photo shoot, you can skip all of the steps of learning by trial and error, which I have done over the last, I don't know, five years, and get a photo shoot done in 30 minutes with five different types of content, with five different outfits, with enough content to fill you for a quarter on Instagram by quarter, I mean like three months on Instagram and have enough content for branding on your website and on workbooks or anything else that you're putting out there. So here is how to quickly get ready for a branding photo shoot, maximize your time, maximize the results that you get, have fun and have enough content that you can use it for three months for your business. So let's get right into it. If you're watching this on YouTube, you might notice me glancing down. I have some notes in front of me. I also even have some things from my photo shoot to show you kind of how I pack and how I get ready. If you're watching or if you're listening, sorry, on the podcast, you may want to watch this episode on YouTube and maybe leave us a comment in the section down below. But if you're listening on a podcast and you're driving, you can't watch, that's totally okay. There'll be some parts where I'll let you know that we're kind of just skipping ahead because I'm showing some physical things. But all of the information you need is just as good on the podcast as on YouTube. Okay, so let's jump right into it. The first thing I want to talk about is your inspiration for your photo shoot. So if you stick around to the end of this podcast or or YouTube video, I'm going to get into how to pick a photographer It's kind of like your bonus tips on how to pick a photographer and how to have a good one and make sure that you're getting what you need, but getting into preparing for a photo shoot. So you've already booked it. You're ready for your photo shoot. It's coming up. The first thing you need to do is know what this photo shoot is going to be for, obviously. And so if it's a branding photo shoot, what type of branding images do you want? I highly suggest getting on Pinterest and starting a new mood board for this photo shoot. So let's just say it is a business photo shoot and it's branding and you want these photos for your website, you want them for your Instagram pages, you want them to put on workbooks, you want to have a cover art for your podcast. So you know these are the things that I want for this branding photo shoot and the vibe I want is like boss girl professional. So literally go into Pinterest and look up Boss Girl Professional or Professional Boss Girl Branding Photoshoot or Branding Photoshoot White Blazer or whatever comes to mind and find as many photos as you can that kind of inspires you for the mood that you want for that photoshoot and pin them and have a vision board on your Pinterest, a mood board of what types of photos, what vibes do you want? So that's the first thing, knowing what your photoshoot is for knowing the location is obviously important as well. And then the vibe that you want, the types of photos you want. You don't need to know exactly what photo, but the, the feeling of the photos that you need to know. So number two is getting into planning the concept. So you want to get into what exactly type of photos, how many of them, how many outfits, and this is all going to revolve around, obviously, how much time you have. So knowing that you have, let's say, half an hour, I typically do my photo shoots are half an hour. So you have half an hour and depending on the photographer, some are more lenient on how many outfits you can have. Some give you guidelines. So the photo shoot I did yesterday was more of a concept photo shoot. There was a theme behind it. It wasn't so much branding, but it did get me sparking my mind on the, on the types of branding, branding photo shoots that I do often. But a branding photo shoot, if you're doing this just for your business, the photographer typically will let you bring as many outfits as you want as long as you can fit them within the 30 minutes. So I like to always have five outfits. And I know that can sound a little bit outrageous, but a lot of the times in the hype of a photo shoot, either you don't want all five, Or you want four and you're actually going to change the pants of one. Or if it's a photographer you jive with, you can get five outfits done, five minutes each with a little bit of time to change in between within 30 minutes. And then you have five different outfits, which means you can use at least three photos of each outfit on your Instagram feed with graphics in between. You have content forever or like I like, it's around three months, but really those photos last you for a really long time and you can use them on your website, etc. So we have 30 minutes for a photo shoot. We now know that we're going to have five outfits. We have planned our concept. So our vibe, our vibe is boss girl, professional, strong boss woman. You have your vision board ready, your mood board, you have your mood. So the next thing is to prep your clothing. So I was going to show you my bed with all these clothes and how I do it, but I'm just going to talk it through for you. And then I'm going to show you in a little bit more detail on how I pack it and how I actually plan it down to the detail when we're closer to the day of. The first thing I do is now I know, okay, five outfits. Here's my mood. I have a vision board. I have ideas from that vision board on Pinterest. I've seen outfits I like, and I'm going to pull all the clothes that I want to use and wear and put them in a pile. And this might also mean that sometimes I go shopping. Let's say I like. I want a new white blazer or I want a new blazer or I want to embody a new feel for my brand or maybe I want like a new shirt for my brand colors. A lot of the times going to shopping to pick one or two pieces for your photo shoot will give you that extra edge of confidence that does really show up in photos and I mean you can return it if you really really want to. I usually don't (laughs) because I end up loving the clothes. Actually this shirt was for a photo shoot because it's my brand colors, but getting the clothes ready so having a pile of all the clothes accessories and shoes that you want for this photo shoot and you don't have to segregate them just yet just all of the things that make you feel like a boss babe which is your theme right all of the clothes that make you feel like your theme to give you another example the the photo shoot I did yesterday was actually a badass quote-unquote I don't know if I can yeah I think I can swear right it's my podcast, it's my YouTube. I can swear. So it's a badass photo shoot where there was two motorcycles, there was chains. I'll input a quick time lapse here for you of the photo shoot itself. But as you can see, there's motorcycles, there's chains, there's smoke. It's like this badass vibe, and it was a themed photo shoot. But this is like going to the extreme, right? You can pick your theme, and if you're doing a branding photo shoot, that theme can just be business attire. It can be business boss. It can be white chic and all you do is wear like all you wear is white which if you've seen my photos before I've had photo shoots like that so whatever it is your theme put all of that clothes on your bed or in a pile wherever it is and then bring all the shoes that you think would be a good fit bring all the accessories you think would be a good fit and I mean you can do this over a few days I typically do I typically have an idea, and then I do some shopping, I do some planning, and then the day before is when I really kind of put the outfits together. I don't recommend that because I've done this so many times. So if this is your first branding photo shoot, or maybe your second one, I recommend doing this over a little bit of a longer period of time and having those outfits ready at least the day before. So again, recap, you've got your mood board, you've got what you're going to do, you know, like inspiration you've got your theme. Now you have all your clothes, shoes, and accessories in a pile. What's next? The physical prep. So this is where it gets a little bit more cumbersome and more work, right? What I do, typically, what I do is I will get a piece of paper like this, you know, a piece of scrap paper, and down one side, I will write every shirt that I have on my bed Every and then right beside on another column, I will write down all of the pants I have. All of if if there's skirts, if there's dresses. And then all of the accessories and then all of the shoes. I make four different columns. And then, you know that game that you play where you like line up the different things that match together? You know, like there's two columns and you choose whichever match. We did it like in elementary to match different words or something like that. Then I do that on this piece of paper because I'm a very visual person. So if I see white shirt and then I will link it with white blazer and I will link it with my, I don't know, white pants and my white shoes... But then another outfit, I want those same white pants, but I want the black shoes and I want the black blazer. I will link it all out. And then I will take another piece of scrap paper And I will put each outfit that I like and I will write all of those outfits out. So sometimes for me, that's like 10 different outfits. And right now we're not trying to narrow down to the five that we want to bring. Right now we're narrowing down which ones fit our vibe, which ones do we feel confident in. Okay, so now you have your piece of paper and you have, let's say, 10 different outfit ideas on that piece of paper. Now, I want you to pull your mood board back up on your phone and then look at your piece of paper and say, okay, which ones make me feel most boss professional or which ones make me feel most badass or which ones make me feel honestly just the most empowered and confident? And then you circle the top five, okay? So now you have your top five outfits and you can either add your accessories while you're figuring out the outfits or now that you have the five outfits, you can plan your accessories accordingly. With a branding photo shoot, it's always nice to have a few accessories. Maybe that's a logoed mug that you have or a logoed tumbler or a logoed sweater or something like that. If it's a branding photo shoot, it's nice to maybe even book, bring a book or a coffee cup or something so that you have extra props in your photo shoot, but it's not a necessity. So now you have your five outfits. You have what shoes you're going to wear because you've picked those. You have the accessories. You're ready to go, okay? Okay, so the next thing is to get yourself ready. And this one can interchange. So sometimes I do my physical body prep before I even get my outfits ready, or I do my outfits before, depending on how quick you can get those outfits. If you have outfits in mind already, that one part won't take you as long. But getting nails, getting your hair, whatever it is physically that you want to do, maybe you want to get your brows waxed, maybe you want to get I don't know, a, a lash lift tint. maybe you want to get your hair done, maybe you want to get your makeup done, whatever that is. Well, makeup would be day of, but whatever it is that you want to get done, get that done prior to your photo shoot. A hack that I have, so this is a little bonus, is like nails make your photo shoot look so much more professional. Obviously, if you're someone who likes nails or if you're someone who has that type of aesthetic, but for me personally, I love having nails. The thing I don't love is having fake nails for a long period of time. They really hurt my nails. And once I do it once, I become obsessed with them and I keep them on for so long that, which is what's happening right now, is my nails get so brittle that I can't do them for a long period of time. So my hack is literally the press on nails from Shoppers Drug Mart or whatever your, like, what is it called? The drugstores are. Press on nails, even from Amazon, I'm sure, are for photo shoots because you can literally press them on the morning of while doing your makeup or after your makeup, probably after because it's hard to do makeup with nails. They last for the whole photo shoot. I did a photo shoot yesterday and my nails are still on and they are fine and they will last probably another day or so. And the photos will turn out really cool because I have these nails. So whatever that is, the physical prep you want to do for me, showering the night before is really important because it takes my hair is so long that it takes me a while to blow, blow dry this mane and straighten it, or curl it, or do whatever on the day of, and it's extra stress, which we'll get into. So for me, it's the night before I shower. That's really it, physical prep-wise, unless I'm getting my nails done or I'm getting a lash lift into. It. I am a little bit basic in that sense, but if you need to get your brows done, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, make sure you're ready for that a few days before. Also, on top of that, make sure that you've purchased everything you need the day before at least. So if you need press on nails, if you need any extra makeup, if you need any extra accessories, whatever it is that you need for your photo shoot, make sure you have that all for the morning of and so that you're not running around trying to pick things up right before the photo shoot because I guarantee you something will go wrong. I actually wanted a brand new red lipstick yesterday for my badass photo shoot and I went to get it. But in the midst of everything that I was doing at the, this is like going against the tips I'm giving you, but everything I was doing at the drugstore, I was also picking up a few other things. I dropped the red lipstick and when I got to the photo shoot, I realized I didn't have my red lipstick, which made me upset and not as confident as I could have been in that shoot because any little thing that goes wrong is going to skew your mood, which skews your attitude in the shoot which skews how you come across on the camera so it's really important that you're prepared the day of and you're not trying to get a few different things okay the last thing you want to do the day before is you want to search poses so now you already have your pinterest board with your moods with all of the things that you need with the categories etc now you want to go back to that pinterest board and really analyze the poses that the people in in your mood board are doing Because a lot of times someone will come to a photo shoot and they rely 100% on the photographer, which is okay. Photographer, I mean, it is their job to direct you and to make you feel comfortable and confident and to let you know how you're coming across on camera. But if you have done a little bit of preparation, a little bit of research prior, and you've looked at different branding stances and different, um, what are they called? Different poses on Pinterest. And you've learned that like standing like this gives your body some angles and if you're listening on the podcast what I'm doing is just putting my hand over my head and you know touching my hair there is an angle in my elbow and you know moving my hair back like this there's another angle versus just standing there straight with your arms down uh by your by your side and like in a straight line giving your body different angles and sitting sideways is going to make you look different than if you sit forward and you know pushing your chest out and your shoulders back and not sucking in your belly, but like pushing in your belly while putting your chest out and your shoulders back gives you a whole different look than if you're standing hunched over with your belly out. You know what I'm talking about? So whatever it is that you want to embody Look up those poses and get some ideas and get some, you know, thoughts running through your mind so that when you're in front of that camera, you can flirt with it, you can play with it and you can move around so that you have the image you want to portray coming across on camera, not the feeling of insecurity or I don't know, or I feel overwhelmed coming across on camera. I hope that makes sense. When searching for those poses, you want to make sure that they match your location and your outfits as well. So for example, yesterday on the motorcycles, I knew that I wanted to wear a a leather skirt and I knew that I wouldn't probably be able to sit on the motorcycle in that leather skirt the right way. So I had some ideas of poses I can do in front or on side, et cetera. And then the photographer will direct you as well, right? If it's a really seasoned, experienced photographer that knows what they're doing, they'll probably put you in different poses, but it still gives you the confidence that you know why, or you know how to hold that pose Something just like a tidbit on this side because we're talking about it. In a photo shoot, the way that you are looking at the camera and that you're flirting with the camera and the smiles, etc., that's going to come across. The way you're feeling, the way that you embody a feeling, that's going to come across on camera. So I always say to make sure that you, you know, you're either smizing, which if you've ever watched America's Next Top Model means smiling with your eyes. That's that's something that you can do and I'll show it in a second on the camera. So your face is one thing and your body is another. Your body is... The more uncomfortable it feels when a photographer puts you in a position, the better it'll probably come across on camera. So one of the poses yesterday, I was literally like bent halfway and one leg was this way and one leg was that way. And I was holding all my muscles and I was shaking and dripping sweat at the exact same time. Like every muscle was hurting. Every muscle was tense. I'm shaking. I'm dripping sweat. And then I have to compose myself and, you know, make my face have a feeling, have an attitude And then you'll come across amazing on camera. But let's think about how do you feel most relaxed? Let's say you're on a computer and you're working, you feel most relaxed, slouched, your body doesn't feel any tension, you feel um, loose and kind of just blah, right? Like when you're sitting on the couch, you're blah. That's not going to come across aesthetically pleasing on a camera. What's going to come across well is if you're upright, if your muscles are tense, if you're angled. And a lot of the times the angles are like angles that your body really can't do um, or doesn't do well, but holding it for a second might just get you that photo that you are obsessed with forever. Not saying every pose has to hurt, but keep in mind that your body feeling uncomfortable, if you then forget about your face, that will come across. So you have to have that knowledge that your facial expression doesn't have to match the way your body is feeling physically in that moment. And if you can master that, you're going to have some bomb photos. Okay, so that was a little tip and tangent I just went on. Um, But it is really important. And it's and it's something that seasoned models, you know, still struggle with sometimes. I str- I'm not a seasoned model by any chance. I'm literally just your plain old Jane who has done a lot of photo shoots for Instagram content, but I struggle with it all, all of the time. Okay. So now we have arrived on the day of the photo shoot. The photo shoot is here and we are going to start our morning with packing, unless you've already packed, which sure you can pack the day before, but you're going to pack your outfits in your suitcase. So, so if you're listening on the podcast, we're just going to fast forward while I show my suitcase here. You can always go out, check on the YouTube channel, but essentially I just pack everything so that its outfits are together. And then I use the compartments. Oh, (laughs) I forgot to mention, I pack in a mini travel suitcase. If it's a big photo shoot, if it's an hour photo shoot, sometimes I'll pack in a bigger suitcase. 99% of the time, I pack in a carry on suitcase. It's easy to drag. It's easy to put all my stuff in. I can put different things in different compartments. I typically like to put my accessories on the outside so they're accessible. I like to put my bras and underwear in one of the pouches on the inside. Anything else I need to grab, maybe it's like a book or a hat or something, I put that on the inside. And then on the main part of the suitcase, I have my outfits put together and then I have my shoes. So now we've talked about getting ready for the photo shoot, having your vibe, having your mood board, getting all of the little pieces together, making sure you have the outfits, planning the time, planning the style of, planning the poses, planning the whole photo shoot, getting ready for the morning of, your suitcase is packed and now it's time to get ready. Do your hair, do your makeup, do your nails, do whatever makes you feel confident, that makes you feel beautiful. Maybe you don't wanna do any of that, That's totally cool. It's up to you. This is my way of getting ready for a photo shoot. I make sure I have a few hours prior to the time that I have to be at the location because I want to get ready slowly and I want to have YouTube playing while I'm doing my makeup and I want to straighten my hair or curl my hair which takes a while and I don't want to be stressed or agitated while doing it because I don't want to show up at the at the photo shoot late late sweaty, stressed, and then try to embody confidence on the camera. It's not going to work. So you want to be prepared for that morning and take your time and you don't want to be going maybe straight from work or the office to a photo shoot where you have 10 minutes in between to do your makeup. Like this is something you're paying for. This is something you're investing in. You want these photos to last a long period of time. So prepare yourself so that when you show up on camera, you can be your baddest boss version of yourself, the most confident version of you which gets me to now you have shown up to the location. So I'm going to give you some photo shoot tips. And then we will get into how to actually pick a photographer. But when you get to your photo shoot, again, try not to be rushed, try not to be sweaty, try not to be stressed. If this is your first time meeting with the photographer, get to know them, you probably already followed them on Instagram, you know, kind of their feelings. So you get to the photo shoot, I typically don't wear the clothes I'm going to wear in the photo shoot to get there because I don't want something to happen and them to get stained. So you get there, you get changed, you're calm, you're excited, and you can show the photographer your mood board. So you have an idea, so they have an idea of the types of photos, and you can even say like, I want this pose, I want this pose, and I want that pose. I have five outfits, here are the outfits. I like to show them. My outfit planner, like I end up writing each outfit on a piece of paper and then the types of photos I want from that one. So that's actually something I missed when telling you how to plan on paper is once you have those five outfits and you have the poses and you have the type of photo you want. So let's say outfit number one, I want my profile picture and I want this picture and I want these three poses. Outfit number two, I want this for Instagram content. So I want to be reading a book and drinking coffee. Outfit number three, I want to be laying on a bed, relaxed, pretending I'm sleeping for these and these posts. Number four is this. Number five is that so you show that to your photographer so that you're both on the same page and they can direct you because if you really only have 30 minutes it's snap 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 you want to get done you want to get as much in and you want to get as much done as possible so that you can get in and out with the photos that you need right and and maximize your time maximize your money and now you're in front of the camera the photographer is taking pictures and they're putting you into some really awkward pose and you feel really awkward Think about your facial expressions. We've touched on this a little bit. But when you look into the center of the camera, take a look at the difference between my face, if you can, if you're on on YouTube. Take a look at the difference between my face scrunched like this and just feeling uncomfortable and loosening my eyes and kind of flirting with the camera. Parting your lips a little bit, opening your eyes a little bit more shifting your attitude. The photographer is going to put you in a pose, but that does not mean that you can't move your eyes, your mouth, your head, and give different poses. And sometimes you can even move your hands and and shift around a little bit. Because you want to have different shots, right? You don't want to be stuck like a statue in the one pose that your photographer put you in with the one blank facial expression. You're not going to get any good photos. So I like to pretend that that lens is evoking different emotions in me. So if I'm, for example, the the motorcycle photo shoot yesterday, I was trying to be a boss, trying to be a little bit of a badass, you know, have that little smirk and have that attitude. And you can see the different expressions really lightly with simple little facial expressions. But I'm not thinking about my facial expression when doing that. When looking at you with a little bit of an attitude, I think about being in a situation where I have attitude and I think about being a little angry and I try to embody that feeling in my face or when I feel super happy and excited, I even do a little laugh. And when I want a photo where I'm laughing, I literally will do a fake little... <laughs> because that's the authentic face, right? You People who smile at this, like... <laughs> I think of my dad. My dad has so much trouble smiling for a photo because he tries to smile with all his cheese and he just like is so silly. But when we catch him in an authentic moment and he's really smiling, you can see that it's a true smile, right? And the person on the other side of that camera well, the person who's going to see those photos, you imagine that they're on the other side of the camera. So you want to invoke that emotion in your face by feeling it inside of you and not trying to look like you don't want to try to look sad. It's going to look funny. You want to just think of something that makes you sad and then look at the camera, okay? And your photographer will help you with things like where your hair is. Something that I struggle with is I like having my long hair in photo shoots, but it gets really hot. The lights on you, the the stress, the changing, and so I can get quite sweaty and then my hair sticks or it sticks to my lip chap. So you want to be conscious of that, but 99% of the time your photographer will help you adjust things that are blatantly obvious like that. So the biggest tip I have is flirt with that camera, have fun, move your shoulders, move your face and just play around, have fun with the camera, okay? So like I said, the bonus is, the bonus tips on how to find a photographer that works for you. I work with multiple different photographers and I really love different vibes and and the different strengths that some photographers have, but how I've come down to the photographers that I work with now is a few different things. So the first thing is get to know that photographer on social media see what their expertise is, what are they an expert in, how, what types of photos do they like to take, are they mostly a wedding photographer or are they a family photographer or do they take badass branding photo shoots and every photo that you see on their Instagram is like top-tier quality themed like amazing photo shoots. Or are they uh, maybe a newbie photographer and you like the style, but you can tell that there's no editing? Like what type of photographer are you looking for? And get to know them through their social media. You can see a lot by the types of photos that they post and the different styles. You can see if a photographer uses a similar photo or I mean a similar pose often by looking through their feed, right? Because they're posting their clients' photos Or you can see if they really only do boudoir photo shoots and that's all the types of photo shoots they do. Potentially, not for sure, not always, but because I work with some boudoir photographers that are phenomenal at branding, but potentially that means that maybe they're not great at, I don't know, baby photo shoots or something like that, right? It's not exclusive, but it's a great way to start looking for the type of photographer you want. You want to find one who is an expert in what you would like them to take photos of. The second thing is know your budget because photographers can range from, I don't know, a few hundred for a photo shoot to multiple thousands, depending on the type of photo shoot, depending on the editing, depending on the props, depending, 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 depending. So before you go searching photographer, know your budget and the amount that you want to spend for this type of photo shoot. For me, because I do them so often, I have a lower budget because I don't need much or any editing. I just want the photos to be for Instagram. I don't need any touch-ups or high quality, you know, anything done. I'm not using them for magazine photos, you know, covers or anything like that. So my budget is on the lower end. And then I also urge you to talk to the photographer about how many photos you get. So a lot of photographers will give you 20 images at the end of a photo shoot for X amount of price. You can actually ask a photographer if it's something like content that you that you need. You can say, hey, I don't need any editing, uh, but I would like all of the photos or I would like you know, a lot of the photos. Can you send me majority of them? Can we just, you know, can you send me the raw footage? You can have that conversation. And it doesn't mean that you you might not want that. Um, It doesn't mean that every photographer is going to do that. But it's a conversation to keep in mind. Because when I'm doing a content photo shoot, I don't want to have only you know 20 photos that I can pick from when maybe I didn't like any of those poses or maybe they didn't look the way that I wanted I want to see all of them and then choose the ones I wanted that might even be a much more expensive price for you or maybe there's a way to talk that through with the photographer it's just a conversation that you want to have another example is this badass photo shoot the motorcycle one I keep talking about that I did yesterday it was a themed photo shoot, which meant that there was a lot of women back to back to back to back in this prop, in this themed background, I guess, themed set. And so I knew right off the bat, I was going to get 10 photos, I get to choose out of, a, I think, like, I don't know how many I get to choose my top 10. And then they do editing, and they do whatever, and I get 10. And that's fine for me, because these were just for fun and, and to have some content. But if I'm doing a photo shoot for a website, or a rebrand or Instagram content for a long term, then I want more photos. So it just depends on what you need. It's something to have a conversation with your photographer about. And the last thing I want you to keep in mind is reviews and or word of mouth. So there are a lot of photographers out there and there's so many to pick from that it can become overwhelming. A great place to start is to ask people you know that you like their photos. So if you're looking for a family photographer and your friend had pictures done, ask her by who and do some research and look at those things and talk to that photographer and maybe check out Instagram hashtags and you know, do some research, but also once you've done that research, check out their reviews, check out word of mouth, maybe talk to some of their past clients just to have a feel of, if is that photographer a great fit for you? Because ultimately, the way that your photographer is going to make you feel and the confidence they're going to provide you with is going to come across on camera. There's a photographer that I've worked with in the past that doesn't really make me feel confident. They just don't make me feel great. They don't really put me in poses. They're a great photographer in general, but me and them don't vibe great together. And so whenever I get photos back, I, I haven't actually seen them many times. When I got photos back, I wasn't really happy with the photos because I was like, mm, you know? And then there's a couple other photographers that I work with constantly that their photo, every time I get them back, I'm like, yes, 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 yes because I love working with them and they make me feel comfortable. They make me feel confident. They help put me in different poses. And that chemistry between the two of us is there. So it's, you know, it's, it's trial and error. Sometimes you'll, you'll come across a photographer that isn't your vibe and that's okay. You'll still have some photos that'll work. And that's a wrap. So that's it for today on the tips on how to get ready for a branding photo shoot. I hope this helped you. Oh, 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 oh. Before I finish, one last thing is you're going to be hot and sweaty. 99% of the time, a photo shoot is going to make you exhausted, hot, and sweaty. And be prepared for that. Have some extra tissues. Maybe if you have a personal fan, think about the, the progression of your clothing. Um, for example, yesterday, then my last pair of pants, like my last outfit was leather pants. And I knew that was going to be tough, but I had a plan. I stood in front of a fan before putting them on, but just think about it. If you want to wear a white shirt, you don't want to have that be your last outfit. Cause you're going to be sweaty and not feel as confident as at the very beginning. Keep your least favorite outfit to the very end so that you get those m- like most important photos done at the beginning. Okay, now I promise that's a wrap. I really hope that this helped you prepare for your branding photo shoot. I would love to see any photos that you got from, send me your favorite photo on Instagram that you got after watching this video and doing a branding photo shoot. I would love, love, love to see them. I would love to see actually your favorite photo of you. If you're not planning a branding photo shoot right away and you're just watching this video, send me a photo of you on Instagram at four period the period success. And if you're okay with it, I'll post it in my stories. If not, I won't. I'd love to give you a shout out, give your business a shout out. So go follow me there. Go send me a message. Leave your comments in the comment section down below if you're on YouTube or um, chat with me over on Instagram if you're on the podcast. I appreciate you. Remember, dream big. It's possible for you. And your next version of success is around the corner. Mwah.